Hi everyone, welcome back to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. I always say they're exciting. I'm always excited to be talking with authors and creators. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking with author Suma Subramaniam. Suma, thank you for jumping in and taking a few minutes to talk with me. Oh, absolutely. What a pleasure to join you on this podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. The The pleasure is all mine. I usually start out, as you probably know from other episodes, uh, mentioning a few titles, and, and then we can just sort of roam through your creative history a little bit. So uh, Namaste is a greeting would be mm-hmm. one of those, as well as the Runaway Dosa. Um, I'm a big fan of mythology, so mythical creatures, you've contributed to that series. And you have a book on the way in May. Um, which would be, I I love the title, My Name is As Long as a River. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually have two titles in May, uh, Bindi Can Be, which is a a celebration of the significance of Bindis. And uh, the second one is My Name is Long as a River, which is a book about honoring names. Love it. I love it. Uh, Yeah. Very cool. Very cool work and um, great voice to share in literature. So I, I am, of course, curious how that journey started, how you got connected to the written word and how you decided that authoring was what you wanted to do. Yeah, so, um, you know, I always wanted to write, but I uh, didn't have the means or the opportunity to do it until I moved to the United States in, 20, uh, in 2006 when I did a few workshops in poetry at uh, the Richard Hugo House here in Seattle. And um, later, uh, a couple of years later, I completed a certificate program in popular fiction at the University of Washington. And I attended a few uh, conferences here locally. And then I realized that that was not the path that I wanted to take. Um, And I attended my first SCBWI conference uh, here again in Redmond, Washington in 2010. And I met some really kind people and it was pretty much an ocean of uh, people filled with self-doubt, but they were also talking about butterflies and mushrooms and caterpillars. And it was just very cool because I felt like I belonged. And uh, uh, it was wonderful to just talk to these authors and talk to these illustrators. And they were uh, some of the kindest people I met on the planet. And I thought, well, these are the coolest people that I want to hang out with for the rest of my life. So Uh, these wonderful people that I met urged me to keep writing and I followed their advice and um, 12 years later I'm now a published author Um, but fast forward to 2015 after 2010 I also joined the MFA uh, program for writing in children and young adults at the Vermont College of Fine Arts and in 2019 my short story was published in The Hero Next Door, which is a middle grade anthology uh, from Penguin Random House and We Need Diverse Books. And uh, 2021, I had a couple more books, Fairies and Centaurs um, from Capstone. 2022, I had Namaste is a Greeting. Um, and also she sang for India, how M.S. Subulakshmi used her voice for change, which is a nonfiction picture book biography about the first Indian musician who performed at the United Nations. And then last year, I had a picture book called The Runaway Dosa, uh, which is a fairy tale mishmash of the gingerbread man and 
also a very popular and celebrated Tamil rhyme called Dose Amma Dose. And, uh, and that's how my journey started. And I have three books coming out this year and a few more in the next few years. Very, very productive and prolific. Love it. Thank you. Uh, I was going to ask about picture books in particular, because I'm always fascinated to hear um, sort of the author illustrator take on the picture book. Uh, so curious about what creating in picture books allows you to do and uh, maybe also what some of the challenges are. Yeah, you know, picture books um, are beautiful and enjoyable. They take years to write and then only 20 minutes to read. Uh, <laughs> so um, I love the relationship between words and illustrations in general. So as a picture book author, um, I tend to think about the story not only from a poetic, lyrical perspective, but also in pictures mm -hmm. and in images. So from the initial spark, I visualize the story as it begins to unfold like a, a series of movie scenes in my in my mind. And then I take words and I have to keep in mind that the illustrator is going to be bringing their vision too. So it all starts out really messy at first. And every one of my stories, in fact, start as a picture book, and then they evolve into longer pieces of fiction if they will. So uh, slowly they evolve, the story evolves. And as I revise and revise and revise, I get to the heart of it. And this is why they take a long time to write. Uh, Namaste is a greeting took. It's only, it's under 200 words. The entire book is under 150 words, in fact. So, uh, but it took four years or four years from idea to publication. Right. And then uh, my picture book biography, She Sang for India, took eight years from idea to publication. The Runaway Dosa also took eight years from idea to publication. So they take a long time um, I, I spend a long time with them rewriting and rewriting and revising and revising uh, until I really get to the heart and all the words in the story make sense. Oh, wow. That's it's quite the journey, quite the journey of creating. And as you said, it takes 20 minutes to read. So hopefully people go back and reread those multiple, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that is the goal. <laughs> yes, so it's absolutely. all worth it at the end because we spend years making one, but when it comes out, it's very rewarding when children want to go back to it over and over. Yeah. yeah. So in that time frame that you're working, curious about what the process is like for you, sort of the, that craft question of how the stories come together. Yeah, so um, so I'm not a detailed outliner, but I do keep an outline for all of my stories. And after the initial brainstorming of a story idea, I try to figure out my main plot points. And I usually do it in three acts, sometimes four. And then I start drafting. And once I have the first act drafted out, I write a detailed synopsis. Um, and that'll include all the beats of the story. The outline will still be flexible because I am a pantser in many ways, and uh, these things will change as I go. Uh, mm -hmm. But I also keep a journal, uh, and this is something that I learned from my um, uh, faculty advisor at the Vermont College of Fine Arts. Her name is Martine Levitt, and she was 
um, you know, a National Book Award winner, and she's won many awards too. So, but here's what she advised me. She asked she asked me to write by hand, and uh, I always have a working journal with me. In fact, here it is. Uh, right now, I have this one, and um, this. Uh, one actually has several quotes from Shakespeare in it. It's very meditative for me. I feel present in the here and now when I hold my pen to paper. And uh, I find that when that happens, my brain calms down and I'm at peace. And I'm also, I can hear my characters talk when I am quiet. And I feel along with the characters and I feel what they're feeling, whether it's happiness, sadness, or anger. And the voice comes to me more easily when I handwrite. Mm -hmm. um, it makes the writing come alive. And the miracle in such moments is that when I walk along with my characters and when I live with them deeply in the present moment, that's when they feel real and they feel alive. Love it. Love it. I am... Um big on journals as a matter of fact have one right here and i'm currently oh. teaching a writing class and so i'm always telling students get a journal get a journal um oh, so oh. wonderful wonderful um, so by means of a, a final question and we can of course touch on anything that we might have missed that you want to share I'll, I'll give you the chance to do that at the end um what currently has your attention? And I, I imagine this is a wonderful space to talk about the two books, not one, but two coming in May. Uh, and then where can listeners go to learn a little bit more? Yeah, so I have um, two picture books releasing in May. And um, the the first one is a Bindi Can Be. It's uh, coming out from Kids Can Press and it's illustrated by Kamala Nair. And the second book is my name is Long as a River, which publishes from Penguin Workshop and illustrated by Tara Anand. I also have my uh, debut middle grade that releasing that releases in November uh, from Candlewick, which is also an illustrated middle grade. So the illustrator is Archana Srinivasan. And uh, that one is about a 10-year-old girl who uh, goes on adventures and celebrates uh, festivals and holidays and she makes a lot of mistakes and she's funny and she has a lot of fun making those mistakes. So it's the first of a series and the first book releases this year and then the next book will release the next year. And then I'm pretty much right now I'm working, working on early drafts for two middle grade projects. One is potentially the third in that series and the other one is another project and both of them are too premature to talk about right now so uh, it's an exciting phase to be in uh, mm -hmm. because it allows me time to experiment and things don't have to be perfect at the first draft so it's also uh, a phase when I make time to read a lot and I'm currently reading a couple of books uh, I'm reading maybe it's a sign by Elizabeth Lee uh, mm -hmm. It just released this week, in fact. So it's a YA novel about loss, courage, and crushes, and also deep dish chocolate chip cookies, if anyone is interested. Uh, the second book that I'm reading is called Independence. And it's by Chitra Banerjee Devakaruni. It's a sweeping story of uh, three sisters caught up in events beyond their control and their unbreakable bond and 
incredible struggle against powerful odds during India's freedom against the British in 1947. So wow. it really takes you back in time into that world and into those characters. Uh, so that's pretty much what um, what's in my creative, uh, what's taking my creative attention these days. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thanks for giving shout outs to a few uh, books there as well. And uh, glad to hear that things are on the way and developing in the middle grade space as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, those spaces where people can go to find out more, any particular places that are most active to share? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm very active on Instagram and uh, Facebook, and people can also find my find me on my website, sumansubramaniam.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, so wherever everyone's comfortable, I'm everywhere on social media. Wonderful, wonderful. Did we miss anything that you want to make sure to share for listeners before we close? Uh, I just want to say that you're doing an amazing job, Jason, as a teacher and as a podcaster. So thank you for having me. And, um, you know, um, I have a lot of respect for teachers. Um, I know your work is um, sometimes not visible in the outside, but the work that you do is phenomenal. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's that's very kind. Very kind. And I appreciate your work as well and uh, the work of authoring because it's uh, really, it's a set of tools, it's a set of stories, uh, voices that teachers can bring with them and uh, use. So I, I greatly appreciate that. 